0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus, my name is Shola, I'm your host, thank you for joining me. Today I just want to thank God for being the Lord that He is, the ever-present help in time of trouble. Yesterday I had, I was in a very scary situation whereby I, I experienced something quite bizarre because I would have what I can best describe as a panic attack. You know in a public place in in a situation and a context where you would not really want that kind of thing to happen it wasn't the kind of place that i could remove myself from the place it was i was the only one there so i wasn't with a family or friend or somebody i i couldn't even talk i needed to it there was i mean if if god hadn't intervened i would have There would have been, I would have made a real spectacle of myself in a context. In fact, it's the kind of place where it was not safe for me or for those around me for me to have been experiencing all those things at that time. And it was all fair. There was nothing going on. It was just unreasonable thoughts, you know. And uh, everything just you just get this, you know, fight or flight. This flight thing. You just want to just jump off, you know. Um, I don't even know. And you, you can't even explain why you are feeling that way. But, you know, for me, I think, and this is why I just thank God for the journey that he has taken me through. Because one of my breakthrough in life, one of my breakthroughs in life came when I realized that fear was a spirit and not something that happens to us. You know, science teaches us that we can have anxiety attacks, people can be diagnosed, panic attacks based on whatever biological thing that is going on in them. But the word of God teaches us that fear is first and foremost a spirit. Yes, when the spirit comes upon you and gets into your mind, it begins to stimulate a reaction that can actually be seen through your biology. So your heartbeat starts racing, you know, pulses, all kinds of hormones start getting released into your body. Your heart may be, you know, things may be going on and be affected depending on your general state of health and how bad it is. But the word of God teaches that is a spirit. There's a scripture in the epistles, I can't remember where it is now that says God has not given us the spirit of fear. I believe it's in Timothy, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So ever since I realized that God used to whenever I had I found myself in situations where some sort of you know phobias or things just kick in, I would I would start confessing those scriptures, you know, and I would, uh, what, what the, that particular word I would, con- I would confess, thank you, Lord, because you have not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And then I would then add, and the life that I live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So I'm actually adding two different scriptures there, but that was something God gave me many years ago. And I find that when I confess that together, You know, and I say it seven times, I begin to calm down. Now, so, but this is something I've not done in a long time. And this is the deceptive nature of the devil and the enemy and all of that. Looking back now, I realize that over the past few months and years, I have been having little tiny episodes of panic attacks. Sometimes at night, just being unreasonably afraid about my health, having symptoms and just being afraid, oh, this is happening and all that. It's been happening. But because I've been at home and in places where no one, you know, no one could see, I could generally go through that process of God calming me down. I could get up, I could walk away, you know, and generally I'm in my comfort zone. So I would have it and nobody would be the wiser. But it had been happening. But I'd been dealing with it, I hadn't been dealing with it in a systemic, scriptural way. I would deal with it, maybe God would just help me, calm me down. I will read something generic, you know, and it would pass. But I didn't realize that it was so bad that it would happen to me in a public place, in a place where I could not physically remove myself from. Not in 5 minutes, not in 10 minutes, not in 15, not in 30, not in an hour. So I needed to be calm for at least 60 minutes. Meanwhile, my brain was going off as though I am, as in, you know, I just needed to get out from that situation. It was so I, I just in fact but I just thank God. Honestly, I can't tell you how it was. I I, I even thought about I, I thought I haven't even told anybody in my family, I haven't said and I was that I don't want to describe this to anyone because I always want to glorify God in all that I do, and I know if I tell the story, all everyone is going to take from it is what happened to me rather than what God did. Which is why I'm also not giving the details of what exactly, where I was and where this happened, because I don't want to elevate the enemy more than, you know, I really want to keep God at the center of this. Anyways, so when I now, I knew I had to calm myself down. I just knew it, but I didn't know how to do it. My, when I say freaking out, you know what it means like freaking out? You know that get me out of here kind of thing happening inside of you. That was always going on. Meanwhile, I was in a place where it was impossible for me to get out of there. I said not in thirty minutes, not in an hour. So, huh. wow. Well, anyways, so, Holy Spirit now started reminding me. He said I should close my eyes, so I closed my eyes. Um, I had to start breathing out, start you know confessing that scripture, first, second, third. In fact, when I thought of the fact that I still had, had a long time to even be able to get out of that situation, as in. <coughs> in fact i I can't even explain, but anyways, I started confessing the scriptures, and before I knew anything, I started calming down. And what was shocking to me because you see, this is where the devil lies to us when these things happen, because I was beginning to think, oh my God, upon all everything I've done, you know i've 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 been upon all my faith, or I've been reading the scriptures, so it's like, oh my I, I started immediately feeling like so powerless that How is it that upon all the scriptures I've been reading, everything I've been doing, this could have happened, so my faith is not strong? So that was now increasing my anxiety because I now felt, oh, clearly I do not have enough faith to deal with this situation, whereas I did not need faith. All I needed was the Word of God because the Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. And once you use that sword, the sword does what it knows how to do, which is attack and defend and destroy. So the three scriptures I'm going to talk that are central to what God used to deliver me out from what I experienced yesterday was one, confessing that the, God has not given us the spirit of fear, the, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Remember what was going on in me was an attack on my mind. So that scripture is very, is really for dealing with panic attacks, anxiety, anything that is messing with your mind. And God understands that. Because fear is messing, it's about messing with your mind. Sometimes there is rational fear. There's other times there is irrational fear. This one was irrational fear. There was nothing happening other than the fact that I felt, I just felt like I couldn't deal with where I was. And I just felt that I needed to fly. All kinds of fears just came, all just rose. And it will feel like it's coming from inside of you. That's the, the deception of it all actually is coming from outside because if i had had any indication that such a thing would happen to me i would not have put myself into that situation and i wasn't in a dangerous situation there was no danger around me in fact everything was very calm so all that was going on was in my mind in my mind the devil orchestrated as in where he came from i even have no clue but i'm going to spend the next few days weeks really really allowing god to minister to me afresh because now i realize that I have to deal with this anxiety and fear thing and I'm going to use the scriptures to do it. So I started so I that was the first scripture. The second scripture is when I now said the life that I live in this flesh I now live by the faith of the son of God. So those two scriptures which I will quote in the description is affirming that in this life I am not going to live by by fear. I am not going to be controlled by anything but faith in the word in 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 the um in, the, in Jesus who died and gave himself for me. So again, I'm decreeing the resurrection and the death and the blood of Jesus and his sacrifice upon my life. So there is so much that I'm calling on that they understand in the realms of the heavenlies. And this is the thing, you know, we are really, the Bible says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war in the flesh. This world is not 100% spirit, um, physical world as they would like us to believe. There is a parent realm that actually where things are settled. I saw that clearly yesterday. Because the Holy Spirit took me, something was happening in my body in the physical. I could not address it through the physical. I had to go to the word of God which is spirit Which now brings me to the um, third or fourth scripture that is is my anchor for this episode and for the experience I had yesterday. Hebrews 4.12 which says the word of God is alive, it is powerful and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it pierces even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the mind. Oh, Father, Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm just coming out in goosebumps. So the, as, I, as I confessed that word of God, the word did what it knows how to do. It began to pierce into the dividing asunder of my soul and spirit. It went to the heart of what was troubling me, what was disturbing me, and it arrested it. And as fleetingly as the fear and the panic came, it went. I was calm. For the duration of that situation, and I disembarked faithfully, I mean, safely, without any incident. Nobody around me was the wiser for it. And I can't recall something that intense ever happening to me before in that situation, even though I may have had in the past, you know, some, but I, I can't recall. Although I have not been in that situation for for a number, you know, but I just can't. It was, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. And I was like, oh my goodness, how am I going to, you know, I was like, how do I, how do I calm myself up? How do I, you know, I couldn't get up and walk away. It wasn't that kind of situation. But right there in my seat, God just told me what to say and do. So I spent... The, the 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 rest of the duration um, of of that journey confessing the word of god with my eyes closed and everything went well like i said this has never happened to me before and i haven't been in this situation in this in context for not long more than i mean many times before i've never had any experience like that but like i said i now realize in in on reflection that i have been having little i have been i have been struggling with anxiety without realizing that i have been and i now realize that this is something i need to deal with because there it, it, it seems like there will be times when this you know will just strike for no reason and anyways so i i so I, I came off and again, I was now wondering, God, how am I going to deal with this because I realized that I was going to have to also be in that situation the following day, <laughs> and after by right now, you figure out what I'm talking about so well, God just told me, you know what so so what I just did so i that day i was i just well went to i went ahead with the rest of my day, I had a lot of things to do, and all that. And then the next morning when I woke up and I had to be, you know, embark on um, the, 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 the agenda for the day and you know, go on this journey as well, I then, so God now made me realize. So several, several things that I hadn't done, which, um, so first of all, okay, let me just say this. I hadn't been in flight for two and a half years. And so normally before I travel, these are things that the Lord always makes me do. He makes me... Like, you know, I had learned how to do that because I used to jump, hop all over the country for many years before now. And I was always, you know, I always, you know, even for work, you know, I was just always flying up and down. And I had learned in my travels, either road, whatever, I had learned particularly long, you know, long, what's that word, long journeys and all that. I had learned to, before I, every day, before I embark on those journeys, I used to have a I have a prayer sheet that I write, that I talk to God, I decree, you know, I pray about the journey, I pray about everything. And, you know, then but then I used to focus more on like the plane, the flight, you know, and things like that, the environment, the weather, but just generally praying that door to door, the Lord take absolute control. You know, I just take control of everything. And I I it was through experience that I learned to do that because I had seen that whenever I prayed ahead for those situations, my journeys always went much It was always comfortable, you know what I'm saying. And I'm even more talking about things happening in the environment. So what I used to my prayer life then was more about praying that, you know, the environment is conducive for flying and everything happens well, you know. But I never had to pray for the kind of situation that I faced yesterday. Because like I said, this one, everything was fine. There was no weather issue, there was none of that. But there was stuff going on inside me. Maybe because I have not been in, in fact, there's not because I've not been in this situation for two and a half years, because like I said, I've been a frequent flyer for many years before now. But what I didn't realize is that something has happened to me or happened to me in the past two and a half years while this pandemic has been on and the experiences that I've had and the challenges I've gone through. And I am also recovering. And there are things that have, there are new issues that have come up that I need to start dealing I got you know and and that that came out really starkly and it's not as if I didn't know because I have been in fact I think on some of these episodes I have confessed before that I seem to be dealing with anxiety, but you know these things it, it, I mean there's no gauge if if you not you, you know you, you there's no gauge of knowing because you're functioning you're still doing stuff but it's all going on inside you there's it's undiagnosed, it's unknown it's untouched, you just don't know what's going on. And somehow you're still functioning. So, you know, but I had been observing, you know, you know, just all of, you know, unexplainable panic attacks. Oh, I haven't taken my, this, my medication or this is happening or that is, you know, or just being apprehensive about things that are are normal, you know, that things that you you shouldn't be apprehensive about. That there are things that you've been doing normally, you know, it's like when people talk about developing social anxiety, which is really a thing, you know, whereas... For some people, maybe it's been like that from birth. But imagine developing social anxiety when before now you were a social butterfly. You know, then you know that there's really something wrong because you've never been anxious about those, those situations. But at least if it's if it's something about you know, anyway, let's just not go there. I don't like I said. I don't want to talk about all these things. So let's just focus on the word of God. So anyways, so this time around, I now wrote that prayer sheet. I, I didn't have a piece of a Bible with me, but I typed it out onto my. Uh, on my WhatsApp chat, I then typed everything that I, you know, the normal confession and declarations that I would do before travel, which I hadn't done this time around. And then I had I addressed the issues. I talked more about my mind, my emotions. In fact, I remember even in my prayer sheets in those times, I used to talk about that. But then it was more. I think there were other things I was dealing with then that made me put that in. Maybe, maybe you know, I don't know. Maybe, but. I, so I addressed all those issues with scriptures and confessions, typed about, I would say it's about maybe, I don't know, maybe 200 words, but, you know, about six or seven paragraphs, you know, like that, bullet points, read them over to myself, and then set off on my journey. And the Lord said to me, he said, you have bound the spirits. Of course, I bound it. I said, in the name of Jesus, I bind and I rebuke the spirit of fear. And this is the thing. The devil, these angelic beings, they respect the hierarchy. We really need to understand this. There is a hierarchy. There is a hierarchy. The devil, they will not, they cannot disobey the hierarchy of God. So, I was I told God I said you are the one that's gonna help me. I know I have to go back on the return, you know, journey and all that. So God you're the one that's gonna help me. He said, Don't worry, you have you have already bound all that needs to be bound. I kid you not, Do you know the return journey there was no as in no demonies, but the spirit of fear was not even anywhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere. Nowhere to be seen. Throughout. In fact, I didn't even have to really do what I did because I I had dealt, oh God. And this is how the devil will keep, if not that God has taught me these things before now, this is how he will make you feel that there's something wrong with you, whereas there's nothing wrong with you. It's the devil trying to introduce a fear and for me to accept it and become let it become my way of life. So that all the things that he has planned for me, I will not be able to do them. I will not be looking for medication to resolve something that cannot be resolved by medication. Fear is a spirit. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. So I'm so grateful to God. You know, when it everything happened without incident, in fact that God even intervened yesterday, I give him the glory. That he led me on how to pray. To arrest. <laughs> oh Lord. I will serve this, this Lord all the day of my life. There's no. There's, I'm not even. Nobody should even bother trying to introduce a plan B for me. Everything that God says about himself in the Bible is true. The reason why many of us look for other things to solve the problems that we are faced with. Is because we've not had the opportunity to experience God as he is. Because if we do we will not go looking for any other gods. The devil has sold a strong lie to a lot of people that there is power in these lesser beings. Whereas the power that they have is temporal, is subordinate, it is broken, it does not resolve anything in its real self, and it is subject to the powers of a higher God. He is the most high. He is, by him, all things consist Without him, there was not anything made that was made. He is the beginning and the end. In other words, everything started with him, and it will end with him also. All of us that are here, we are all created beings. The devil, too, is a created being, like we are, all subject to the rules of the creator. He functions within the limits spread by, determined by God. He dares not violate the boundaries. So what Christ has done is that he has paid the price in such a way that any time any of us, even though we were born under the sin of Adam and the sin and the fear of the Garden of Eden passed to all of us, any of us that receives the risen Christ is able to walk in the authority that he got by dying for us, by shedding his blood. We become and are able to function as kings and priests, exerting the same authority that was given to Christ. After he rose on our behalf. The Bible says. His reason. That God gave him a name. That is far above. Every other name. That had the name of Jesus. Every niche above. When Jesus rose. He said. All power. Is given unto me. In heaven and earth. He now says. Go ye. Therefore. And preach the gospel. To every creature. Baptizing them. In the name of the Father. Of the Son. And of the Holy Ghost. And teaching them. To observe all the things. That I have taught you. And lo. I am with you even unto the end of the world. He said, go in my power. All power in heaven and in earth. All power is given unto me. So any of us that works, that works in that power of the name of Jesus Christ, we exert authority over the demons. They know. So in my hotel room this morning, I decreed that power. I decreed thus the word of God, the name of Jesus over that situation. Addressing all the things that I had seen that I had been experiencing. And they were nowhere. They didn't even attempt. They were not there was no they were nowhere to be found. So that shows that there was nothing I did, there was nothing wrong with me. The devil was just trying to mess with my mind. And you see, the the thing about the Word of God is that you have to apply it daily, you know? So the fact that i would prayed all these prayers, maybe I've not prayed them in a long time, to be honest. So, you know, you just have to hold on to His Word. But what I liked about what happened yesterday, is it shows me that even in the moment, the Word of God is still powerful because God arrested the Spirit on the spot. He calmed me down till the end. And, you know, even on the return trip i could see how he had arranged certain things to make me more comfortable i could see you know i could see how he had, had arranged everything up to where i sat everything i could see how he had made it but the point was that there was even so he had he made me physically comfortable but there was nothing in my mind that was happening whereas where yesterday i was physically comfortable as well but my mind was in a mess so he dealt exactly what the bible says that the word of God does in hebrews four twelve it pierced to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit i I came out of that experience with a greater respect for God because i i know I, 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 he I, he he really surprised me yesterday he really and today he really surprised me he really surprised me because I know it's only me and him that knows the extent of what happened yesterday. I can't, even if I explain it to somebody, I, I don't know how they may not be able to imagine it. It was it was quite bad. And the Lord dealt with it, with his word. The Bible says that he sent his word and he delivered them. You know, I I think I'll just stop it here and I'll probably record another episode and so that I can empty out everything that is in my heart. And I trust God that he will bless all those who... Did to hear this, and that they also, in whatever situations they are faced with, that they will be encouraged to look for a piece of scripture that speaks to it, and they will declare it and say it to themselves three, four, five, six, seven times, and that whether it's in the moment or you are doing it ahead of time, that God will show them through that the power in His word and the truth of His gospel, of of, of, of His of His kingship. Overall, and that truly He's the Most High God, He rules in the kingdom of men, and that the name of Jesus is truly above all names. If you're a Christian, please, there's no need for you to look for any solution anywhere else. All roads lead to Jesus. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.